your work week is over. Kick back and get the latest on the Colts and the NFL. This is The Last Word, the off-season home of the Colts, with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to The Last Word, brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today. Make every moment more. My name is Jeffrey Gorman, joined by the voice of the Colts. Week in and week out, that is Matt Taylor. A lot of business going on in the football world this week, Matey. We got sunshine outside. We got cars revving up over at the track. The rookies, the undrafted free agents, they are in town trying to make this Colts roster. And then lo and behold, Roger Goodell finally, finally says, here is an NFL schedule that is released. Yesterday, we got it. We found out the Colts will be playing their fair share of primetime games. Jim Ursay will be happy on that. But when you look at this schedule, Mate, as a whole, we're going to break this thing down. When you look at it, there's got some odds and ends. There's some speed bumps. There's some rare stuff going on in the NFL with schedules this year. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Colts' schedule, obviously it's front-loaded with uh, AFC South games. You play three of the first four. Three of the first four right out of the gate, and you play every AFC South team on that first month. You know, five of your six, first six uh, AFC South games come in the first half of the season. In fact, the Colts will play only one AFC South game in their last 10, and that is the uh, regular season finale against the Houston Texans. So it is it is certainly challenging as far as that is concerned. Uh, you've got a gauntlet there in the middle half of the, uh, of the schedule, but get off to a good start. Those first two games, you know, at Houston, at Jacksonville, get off to a good start for the AFC South, get off to a good start start in terms of the season as a whole because obviously the Colts have not won you know on week one since 2013 so I think urgency is going to be high put your best foot forward and then be in the catbird seat inside the AFC South around Halloween time we're going to break down this this schedule for the rest of the show among other things because there is a lot going on here uh we caught up with Jelani Woods the big tight end he's in there got rookie minicamp this weekend going on gonna find out how he's acclimating to the playbook see how he's diving and then Matt Taylor with an exclusive coming up with that. But back to this schedule. You're talking about a fired-up crowd, a sold-out crowd for the third game of the season, the first home game of the season. And we got Patrick Mahomes coming in to Lucas Oil Stadium. And I'm saying we're going to be 2-0, and riding things high, 2-0 and in the division, dare I say it, with Jacksonville and Houston on the, on the front for the first two. But yeah, Matt, I'm chalking them up. And then you got Mahomes coming in. We're going to figure out what's going on with this football team. This schedule is really interesting because there's no layups. I mean, there's no, there's no matchups on paper as we sit here and talk in, in May you know, that are going to be a guaranteed thing for the Colts. I mean, this is the NFL. That really doesn't exist, but you get what I'm saying. I mean, if you look at the schedule from from weeks 2 to 11, Jeffrey, you play four teams that won at least 10 games. You Oof. play eight teams in that stretch that made the playoffs. You've got Denver and Washington in there as well. Both of those teams are going to be grossly improved from last year. And then from weeks 9 to 13, you play five straight against playoff teams. You've got the Patriots, Raiders, Eagles, Steelers, Cowboys, those teams last year were combined 50, 34, and 1. Plus, that's the stretch 
right in front of the bye week, and the bye week doesn't come until week 14 again this year. It's the latest bye week that the NFL offers, so the Colts are going to go four and a half months, basically, from the time that they report for training camp until their bye week, four and a half months of a grind, and that stretch right before the bye week, man, that's going to be a really, really imperative stretch for the Colts to kind of weather that, put their best foot forward before they get some real significant time off in week 14 in mid-December. That is early December that they get that bye. Like Mayte said, it's coming late in the season, latest one offered by the NFL, so I don't know why I like it, but I like it, Matt, because they, you know, got a, got a chance to sit by the barbecue for a week and cool things off and then come back and <laughs> a barbecue in mid-December i love well, it well you know some t- well if you get you get some time off these you know these young players go back home and stuff like that you know what i'm saying but I'm you just you. talked yeah. about the stretches of this season okay that's a tough stretch when you're talking about back to back to back to back to back playoff teams that coming in how about the uh how about a little love for the two home games the primetime games on a sunday or a monday night which is a first all eyes mm-hmm. will be on indianapolis again Yeah, I thought the Colts, I mean, going into it before the schedule was uh, released, I thought the Colts would get three and maybe one at home, but they got four and two at home. So that's really, really cool. In fact, two Monday night games at home for the Colts in the same season for the first time since 2005. And the Colts will play their first home Monday nighter since 2015. So really, really exciting as far as that goes. You know, you've got the day after Christmas. You've got, uh, you know, the Monday following Thanksgiving weekend. I'm sure there's going to still be people in town that are yeah. going to stay in town a little bit longer to go to that game. Plus, it's, you know, marquee matchups, right? you got the Steelers on Thanksgiving weekend. you got the Chargers the day after Christmas. Surprised in a good way for the first time in a while, the Colts get two home primetime games both on Monday night. Mate, I love the schedule. I, I mean, it doesn't matter what comes out. It's going to always be tough. There's going to be no layups in this league you look at a couple of games like eh, maybe we can get that one there you know don't get me started we all penciled in that last game of the season last year down at Jacksonville too real early in the season we right. saw that that didn't right. happen yeah no, that's so, a really good point there's every year there are and we talked about that earlier this week there are deceptive games on the schedule that are going to pop up and they're going to be way more important then than we think they are now. Like a team like, I think, Washington, again, going to be grossly improved uh, compared to last year. Same thing with, with New England. I think they're going to be even better than they were a season ago, you know, in a second year for Mac Jones at quarterback. And last year they made the playoffs. I think the Giants could be better. You know, in 2020, that team that, that came in here and almost beat the Colts, kind of that deceptive, you know, ranking game, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals almost pulled off. Off the victory last year it was you know the Raiders in week 17 right the Raiders yeah. had that late season push to get in the postseason they won four or five in a row to make the playoffs including beating the Colts and we we didn't think at the midway point of the season that would be a, a very big game we thought the Raiders were kind of you know down for the count so every year there's going to be you know games that pop up that are going to be deceptively important and the Colts are going to have to I mean there's no homecoming games in the NFL this is the National no. Football League everybody's on scholarship this is a really really tough schedule we'll see what happens especially with all of those AFC South games five of the six again coming before we pass out candy on Halloween you can find out more information on Colts.com about the games that are coming up Mate voice of the Colts is here we're going to be talking some mini camp the Colts rookie mini camp going on this weekend Mate, you had a chance to catch up with the big man Jelani Woods the tight end out of Virginia uh, I can't wait for to watch to see what this guy does there's a lot of talent going up Alec Pierce is out here uh, yeah. and uh, you know all complimenting all complimenting 
complimenting the quarterback position of Matt Ryan, the running back position of Jonathan Taylor, and one hell of an offensive line. Maytay, you fired up? No, I mean, in terms of the rookies on the field this weekend for the rookie minicamp, you talked about it, and we're going to hear from them coming up in just a second. I want to see Jelani Woods. I want to see that freak athleticism on the field. I want to see it up close. I want to see it for myself. I want to see 6'7", 250. I want to see that guy look like a stretch four on the basketball court. I think he's got tremendous upside. I think he'll play a lot in that three-man tight end rotation with Mo Alley-Cox and Kylan Granson. And I just want to see how he fills out that uniform, where he lines up on the field, you know, initially how the Colts are planning on using him. I think he can take advantage of the seam against safeties, linebackers, and the yards after the catch. I want to see him trucking people with that big frame and that physicality that he played with at Oklahoma State and at the uh, University of Virginia, man. All right, don't go anywhere. Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts, coming back with Jelani Woods, the Colts rookie tight end, the big man. We're going to go over a few more things on the Colts schedule. This is the last word. 93-5-107-5, the fan. Welcome back to The Last Word, the off-season radio home of the Colts with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor. Welcome back to The Last Word right here on 93.5, 107.5, The Fan. I am the Gorman. Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts here. I want to get into what you're up to this fine weekend, Matt. Got some 85-degree temperatures around yes. this past week. I'm yes. loving what we're hearing. That means the smell is in the air. You know, that beautiful smell of... Uh, I don't even know what it is. Alcohol and then, um, you know, jet fuel and burning rubber and then burning, uh, you know, burning pallets in, in the big bonfire in the middle. I mean, it's that time of year. It's the Indy 500, Maytay. Yeah, we got a race coming up tomorrow. It's on the road course, but it's still an activity. Uh, you know, it's a big time race, big time event at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So, you know, the month of May last week got kicked off with the mini marathon on Saturday morning and. And now we're going racing tomorrow, and then next week it's one of the. I, I think it's one of the greatest weekends with uh, Fast Friday qualifications on yes. Saturday and Sunday, with a gigantic springboard into Memorial Day weekend and the Indianapolis 500. Now it's 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 starting to get real. We're brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today; you can make every moment more. Don't forget to go to thecolts.com or download the Colts app. It's very simple. We get the latest information there, uh, the latest, and it's right in front of you. So don't forget, get the uh, the app and go to Colts.com anytime you want. Okay, download the Colts' official weekly podcast featuring the latest news analysis. Boy, I'm butchering this thing. Sorry, folks. I mean, this is real life. I can't do three <laughs> things at once. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to get the thing. You know, I'm trying to – and you're just seeing it. Hey, sometimes I trip over my own feet. Sometimes I trip over my own lips. So anyway. This is real life. I love this that. This is, man. It's what happens. Anyway, we're featuring the latest news analysis. <laughs> this week, we continued to recap the – draft with Jim Nagy, the executive director of the Senior Bowl. Of the Senior Bowl. Guy is awesome. He makes careers. He's a star maker. One of the star makers, Jim Nagy. I know the kid's got to show up too, but he's a great guest. We also had an episode of Overtime last night, breaking down the Colts 2022 schedule. Mayte, you were on it with J.J. Stankovic from Colts.com and the great Casey Vallier breaking the schedule down. Also a one-on-one this week with Colts linebacker Bobby Okereke. Check out those podcasts right now on Colts.com, Colts mobile app, and the Colts audio network anywhere you download your podcast jelani woods colts tight end is coming up in one second you're gonna like this young man but first matt we have added to the roster again and i love this i love this addition signed veteran swing tackle dennis kelly swing tackle that's not a dance that means he can play on the left side that means he can play on the right side he brings experience and depth to this o-line unit that has lost quite a bit of experience this off 
season. Mark mm-hmm. Lewinsky, for starters. Chris Reed, another one. Kelly has started 51 games in his nine-year career, including stops in Philly, Tennessee, and Green Bay. And last season, he appeared in 10 games with four starts with the Packers. He spent the previous five seasons where we mm-hmm. got to know him real well with the Titans. He started all 16 games at right tackle in 2020. Mate, what did we get in the big man Dennis Kelly? And don't forget about a former Purdue Boilermaker, too, right? So he's got those uh, allegiances uh, collegiately here up in West Lafayette. No, I think it, it made a lot of sense, as you said. You know, this offseason, the Colts lost Eric Fisher, Chris Reed, Mark Glowinski on that offensive line. It's a lot of wisdom. It's a lot of leadership. And he'll bring that, that veteran mentality to the group um, and also provide you some flexibility at both right tackle and left tackle if you need it. You know, offensive line depth is always big. Every team needs it. And remember... You know, last year, you know, the Colts used 10 different offensive lines starting lineup combinations. Nine different guys started at least one game last year for the Colts, including four different starters at the left tackle position. So depth's going to be tested. And with his experience and, you know, with with his, you know, time in the NFL, he's going to play and he's going to be relied upon. There's no question about that. So this is a really good signing in terms of depth and reliability and a guy that you can trust to play at a high level if you need him to at several different spots in a pinch. Huge signing. Love it. Love what, what, love what Ballard's doing with the rookie sprinkle. And, man, and he's not done yet. Just remember I said that. He is not done yet. This roster is still forming. So don't worry. We're, we're still in good shape. There's good players out there that are free agents. There's undrafted free agents we're going to get a look at this weekend mm-hmm. included on that. I can't wait. It's going to be great. But the rookie class is coming in. All eyes are on Alec Pierce, Jelani Woods, to name a few, and they are in town this weekend getting their first taste of the NFL. After today's rookie minicamp session was over, Mate, he went one-on-one with the big tight end, Jelani Woods. Immediately following his first rookie minicamp practice, Jelani Woods, rookie tight end, third-round pick for the Colts out of Virginia is with us. Jelani, what did you make of your first NFL practice, so to speak? Uh, it was I felt pretty good today. Uh, definitely being the first day, you know, getting out here, been moving, you yeah. know, getting back into football shape and everything like that. Uh, felt pretty good, especially learning uh, with the new new coach, new team, just, you know, flying around, just trying to be active pretty much. It felt really good today. Has it hit you yet that, hey, I'm in the NFL here? Oh, it definitely has, especially like just uh, how the day went and the meetings and then the way we move around and stuff like that, the accountability, you know, learning your assignments and right. stuff. Uh, it definitely uh, was not a wake. I wouldn't say a wake up call, but it was definitely you know surprising like that. Oh yeah, I'm in the NFL now. And, you know, just getting preparation for practice, getting that extra work and stuff like that. It was felt pretty good. What did you think of uh, the, the speed of the practice, the intensity of your first NFL workout? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, it wasn't too bad for me uh, at Virginia. At Oklahoma State, the schools I came from, uh, yeah. this, this kind of type of practice we had anyway. So I'm pretty much used to these type of practices, the up-tempo, jogging each drill, you know, being very uh, attacking each drill, attacking each uh, rep. Uh, so I'm pretty used to it. And I know, of course, I know the veterans not out here, but uh, it, today was real good. What's life been like for you since hearing your name called by Indianapolis on draft day? Uh, it's been pretty chill. Uh, it's just nothing crazy. Um, just working out, trying to get ready for like today. And then, um, of course, having meetings with my coach. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it really wasn't anything, you know, crazy or spectacular or anything like that. What's uh, what's your first impression of the Colts playbook? I uh, love it. Like I said earlier, I already knew how it was going to be. Right. And just actually being here now and seeing it, uh, I love it a lot. What is it about the playbook and the scheme that you think can uh, accentuate what you do in terms of, you know, your strengths mm-hmm. as a player? I would definitely just say it lets you play comfortable and it lets you uh, – be a thinker too and it just gives you opportunity to make plays a lot a lot of plays so uh, it's pretty just cut and simple when it comes to uh, doing your job and what you have to do when you were exposed to this playbook for the first time as you said you played in the east-west shrine game with offensive coordinator marcus brady and tight ends coach clayton adams uh, how much of a head start do you think that experience is giving you now seeing the playbook as a rookie uh, it's definitely let me play uh, fast, faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really thinking too much when it comes to um, what I have to do. So that's one thing that's helping me. And a former quarterback in, yep. in college at Oklahoma State, how do you think your your former quarterback time allows you to be a better tight end? Uh, it helps me read coverages pretty well. I can understand uh, the displacements and where everybody is supposed to be at the end of the snap. And I can kind of uh, just know the linebackers, what they're supposed to do, what the corner is supposed to do. So it definitely helps me, uh, like I said, play smarter and play faster. Have you talked to Matt Ryan yet? Uh, no, I have not. Well, I have a little bit, but not yeah. too much. <laughs> what, what do you make of your prospects with him? How do you think a guy like that, with all of his experience, can help a player like you? Oh, definitely. Just give me all the knowledge I, I can get. Just try to be under his nose and, you know, just be a book bag, yeah. book bag where I can just, you know, keep picking whatever sure. I got to do uh, from him just to learn, really, pretty much. And a guy like Mo Alley Cox, what have you made of, of his game? When you watch his tape, what stands out to you? Uh, he's a big specimen, pretty much. Uh, very physical. Yep. You can tell he's very smart. And you can tell you he just can make plays if you want to. And I uh, kind of see myself like that as well. Like, uh, especially how he plays and just watch him on film mm-hmm. and stuff. It was awesome. Your first couple of days in Indianapolis, what do you make of this city? What do you what do you think oh, of surroundings? City. It's a really good city. I did a little tour just to see uh, okay. everything around. And I love it. I'll tell you that. It's, it's nice and homesy. Where'd you Where'd you go? Uh, just downtown. Okay. Just a little bit because I uh, really haven't seen that yet. Okay. But uh, I drove around downtown a uh-huh. little bit and uh, I liked it a lot. It we got to get nice. you out of the track. It's the month of May in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if you're privy to that, but it's, oh, yeah. it's a big deal I, around I here. I definitely interested. <laughs> <laughs> in it. I was definitely interested. One day I'm going to try to get out there and see that. Absolutely. Well, Jelani, thanks for the time, man. Best of luck the rest of the weekend. Thank you. Thank you so much. May take good job. That was Jelani Woods. We are the last word. We're taking a quick time out, and when we come back, we're going to give you the Forum Credit Union question of the week, rather, regarding your Colts picking up two tight ends in the same draft class that are both the size of hickory trees. I love it. Huge <laughs> tight end room with Mo Alley Cox in there, Ogletree yep. in there, Woods in there. Hey, we're also going to talk about the undrafted free agent class, as well as Tom Brady in the news he's making money listen we'll tell you about it and how much he's going to be making and he's already figured out what he's going to do after he's slinging the pigskin around all big time free agents that are still on the open market including ty hilton we're going to talk about that it's the last word 93.5 the fan can't get enough football you're in the right place This is the off-season radio home of the Indianapolis Colts. The Last Word with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor. Good afternoon, good evening, good weekend to you. This is The Last Word, 93.5-1075, the fan, and I believe that is Wilco with Casino Queen. I like what you did there, Maytay. Casino Queen, because we're gambling with these young rookies. We're gambling with some undrafted free agents. We're gambling with some free agents that are coming over. So you went Casino Queen from Wilco there. 
I have uh, I, I've been a fan of this song for a while. I first heard this song on Outlaw Country on Sirius yeah. XM about four or five years ago. I've known that this song's been around for fifteen years. You're like I hipped up on this three years ago. It's like well, I'm just saying I wasn't as exposed to it as your Outlaw song. Country playing some Wilco Matt Taylor. When I think of Outlaw Country, I think of you, partner. All, every time you know, raising Cain, causing ruckus. That's Outlaw Matt Taylor. You know, that's the kind of music Haggard, that we're You know, some Marshall Tucker. Right, Haggard's dead. I think. Isn't he? One of the great <laughs> Is he? I don't know. I hope I didn't kill him uh, inadvertently and before his his passing. Anyway, listen, we got single well, game well, tickets. Now to I talk need about. to know. Hang on. Now I need to know. Uh, let's see. Haggard. Da, 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 da. Yes, he he passed away six years ago. Man, yeah. Give the man some respect. Haggard's dead. <laughs> All right. Can I go take from your head off? Can I go from Merle Haggard to single game Colts tickets? Just drive right through it. Just out to I'm gonna drive through this snowstorm and this rainstorm. Listen, single game tickets for the Colts 2022 home games at Lucas Oil Stadiums are on sale now. Don't miss out on the regular season matchups against the rivals, the Chiefs, the Steelers, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Commanders. To get your tickets, head to Colts.com tickets or Ticketmaster.com. Don't forget, we didn't talk about Philadelphia coming into town. Nick Sirianni bringing the boys around again. That's right. Yeah, the protege, Nick Sirianni, the former offensive coordinator matching wits on the sideline there with uh with frank reich which is yes i mean nice guy every too. game jeffrey if you look at the entire schedule every game has a storyline i mean jacksonville speaks for itself on the road haven't won there since 2014 washington coming back with carson Wentz. new england obviously with the rivalry las vegas you know coming up short against them last year all those primetime games every game is sexy every game has a storyline which is that's the national football league which is why it's it's king of the hill right now in terms of popularity among all the sports here in North America. Absolutely. NFL is king and it rules. And like you said, every picture tells a story. That's what you did say, right? You quoted the Rod Stewart song, I believe. Every picture tells a story. Yeah, that was a, that was a faces reference right there. Good pull. Nice. Good yeah. call. All right, Ty, let's go. Credit Union question of the week from our friends at Forum. Forum Credit Union. Here we go. In 2022 NFL draft, the Colts selected two tight ends. I know where this is going. They drafted Jelani Woods in the third from Virginia, and they picked up Drew Ogletree in the sixth from Youngstown State. When was the last time the Colts drafted two tight ends in the same draft, and who were they? Mate, you don't have to go back that long. I mean, it's, no, it's I less can do than this 10. One. It's about 10 years ago. There's a hint. There you go. I can do this one. I knew this one. 2012, uh, the same draft with Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton. I think in the second round, they picked up Kobe Fleener out of Stanford. And then with the very next pick in round three, they go back-to-back tight end, Clemson tight end, Dwayne Allen. Yeah, that's right. Dwayne Allen, the award-winning tight end, went in the third round. Kobe Fleener from Stanford the second. Didn't, wasn't that the T.Y. Hilton draft, too? I believe it was. It was, yeah. Uh, the, the Colts the moved up in the third round to grab T.Y. Right. Yep. So, Otto, Fleener, Dwayne Allen, and those are some great picks by, by Bruce Arians. I loved what he saw in these two tight ends with this offense because he was here and he said, hey, here's what I want to run this offense around exactly. number 12. That was two big tight ends and a speed merchant in T.Y. Hilton. So well done out there. If you got today's Forum Credit Union question of the week, visit the Fan Forum Credit Union section of Colts.com. You can interact with other fans online, post a topic, participate in various discussions regarding your Colts Forum Credit Union, helping members live their financial dreams. Mate, it's almost done. Hold on. Buckle up. Let's bust out the show. Let us bring the grab bag to you. The NFL never sleeps. 
This is the NFL Grab Bag on The Last Word. NFL Grab Bag, we're brought to you by our friends at Meyer. Meyer is your official super center of the Indianapolis Colts and proud sponsor of hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. Today, the Colts signed four of their draft picks from the 2022 NFL Draft, including Eric Johnson got signed, Ogletree, who you just mentioned, the big tight end, defensive tackle Curtis Brooks, Rodney Thomas, the defensive back, he got signed. The Colts have also announced the signings of 22 undrafted free agents that complete list is on colts.com right now does the regular are we going to see an undrafted free agent when the 53-man roster comes up this year uh colts did not have it first for last year for like the first time in 20 or 21 years something like that is this year they go back an undrafted free agent makes this roster Yes, absolutely. You're right. It's It was 22 out of the last 23 years. 2021 broke a uh, streak of 22 consecutive seasons where an undrafted free agent was not on the Colts' week one regular season roster. Depth last year was pretty set in terms of veterans. Um, that's not the case this year. I think, you know, if you look at the offensive line, there might be a need there in terms of depth. Maybe defensive tackle, maybe linebacker. Uh, also, too, at running back, and it sounds crazy to say when you have Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines, but you usually keep four, or at least you could keep four, and you got Taylor, Hines, and Deion Jackson, who was a rookie last year uh, out of out of Duke, another undrafted free agent, but he was not on the week one roster. Right. I think you could see maybe two or three uh, make the, the regular season roster this year because of uh, depth pieces being open on the back end of the roster. There's going to be some new faces on this Colts roster, Colts fans, so get acclimated with it. Again, find out what you need at uh, as far as the Colts undrafted rookie free agent class goes at Colts.com and look at this roster. We got it coming up at the end of July. It is for real. The schedule release, that said it. Hey man, football is in the air. I love it, Maytag. I can't wait. And speaking of football, have you heard about Tom Brady and his new gig? I have. $37.5 million a year. <laughs> uh, a year for jumping from the field where he's probably, I don't even know what his contract calls for right now, this late in his career. He can, you know, he can, he, yeah, he basically matter. can tell him, yeah, what, whatever you want. If it's $50 million up there at Mahomes, get it. But he's jumping off the field and up into the booth for almost $40 million a year. He signed with Fox. He's going to do games as their lead analyst and he'll do some special projects. Should be fun. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Why, why do you think TV Net Networks now are throwing enormous amounts of money at NFL analysts because I know there's some fans out there that are going to tune in just to hear what uh, a guy like Peyton Manning or Drew Brees or, or Tom Brady has to say, but most NFL fans are going to watch these games because of the matchups regardless of who's in the booth. Why do you think they're prioritizing so much money and so many resources into games where people are going to watch them regardless and the ratings are going to be good regardless of who's in the booth well because i i think it's i mean this is partly right partly wrong i guess whatever but what romo did what romo did and i'm not saying tony romo was the you know the straw that stirred this drink we've had great players in the booth for years upon years upon years you know what i mean you get somebody with a personality like troy aikman versus mm-hmm. tony tony romo but romo's a lot of fun romo's you know again Seeing what Peyton Manning did last year with Eli, seeing what these, uh, you know, these greats, and I mean that's the thing. There's, there's retired players, and then there's, 
great retired players. When they talk about the Mannings and Bradys and stuff, that's when our ears perk up because, hey, they're not regular guys. They're not regular Joes that are going to sit next to a booth, but they are in reality up there, and that's why I'm saying they're, they're paying this top dollar to get the big names and to lock them down for 10 years. That's exactly what Fox did, and I bet Brady brings that thing with his production company even into a bigger role with the Fox money and doing stuff with his wife that they do around the world as far as entertainment goes. So I think the sky's the limit for Tom Brady. I, you know, he's doing it the right way. He's saying, I don't know when I'm going to finish playing football, but when I am, I'm going to be getting, you know, almost $40 million a year. Well done, Tom. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. I mean, the networks, they want high-profile, big-name, intelligent, popular analysts on the biggest games. I, I think the high-profile former player on the call just kind of is the cherry on top makes the game even bigger. But that being said, I just don't know too many people that are tuning into a game just for the announcing crew. But no listen, kidding. it's the NFL. It's 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 king, like we said. And, and quite frankly, as soon as CBS went with Tony Romo, everybody kind of had to follow suit. And then it was just kind of a an arms race, if you will, trying to keep up with the Joneses with the networks. Maytay, free agency still around in the NFL. We're cutting you loose. We're getting ready for a big weekend. I want to throw some names at you. What do you think about these big-time free agent names? Do any of them come to Indianapolis? Are these guys playing football? Are you ready? Jadavian Clowney, Odell Beckham Jr., Trey Flowers, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Melvin Ingram, Rob Gronkowski, Fisher, who was here last year, Justin Houston, who we are familiar with, Akeem Hicks, Dwayne Brown, our own T.Y. Hilton. Mate, what gives? What's going on? When are these veterans going to get signed? Yeah, I think it's interesting. Nowadays, teams are waiting until later in the offseason to sign these older free agents to see, you know, what they did in the early part of free agency and the draft kind of evaluate, you know, what your team holes are, roster holes heading into minicamp in June. I also think teams want to get past the deadline for signings to be counted in that comp pick formula which, by the way, that was last week. Um, And then all of those guys that you just mentioned, those guys have already, you know, they're they're veterans. And most of them have been, you know, they've gone through first and second contracts. And they've they've made money. And uh, they can kind of afford to be flexible and wait out, you know, what they want to do with their next uh, destination in the NFL. So I know there's a lot of big names on there, but um, I would suspect you're going to see some dominoes start to fall within the next couple of weeks. Colts aren't done. Stay tuned. More to come at the end of July. It's for real, but we are going to talk some Colts football leading you up to that point. Uh, We do it every Friday right here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts. Good stuff. I I enjoy spitball and football with you. We're going to have some more answers in the weeks to come. There's more things going on, you know, as far as what this roster looks like and who's shining right now in the OTAs. All that's coming up. Again, download the Colts app today or go to Colts.com. Mate, have a great weekend, my friend. Any big plans? Uh, You know, just getting out, man, and enjoying. I feel like, you know, we finally turned the corner for spring. In fact, we've, I think, uh, flown right over spring now it's summer it's 85 90 degrees every day should be a great weekend might hit the boat up a little bit might uh, there put you on go. some sunscreen pop a couple of tops and uh, see where we go pop a couple of tops he's got the jean shorts on jumping into the lake i can see it right now i got a little skin on to the race tomorrow absolutely yeah. i'll have that dialed in on radio hey go out there and enjoy some race time it's that time of year all right mate i appreciate the time thanks again for spitballing some colts football this is the last word on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan coming up you got trackside with 
with Kirk Cabin and Kevin Lee, our buddy, and Beyond the Bricks with Jake Query and Mike Thompson. Thanks to Matt Taylor. Appreciate the time, Mate. Have a great weekend. You too, Jeff. Be well, man. 93.5, 107.5, The Fan.